You're listening to A Trip to India Podcast, a show for black women who are entering a journey of becoming their ideal self. I tap into the roadblocks that occurred during the process and lighten the mood with a sprinkle of hot topics while sharing my story. If you're on that path too, girl, stay for the following episode. As you can see, I got a friend with me and she goes by Sharpie. Okay. So she is actually somebody I mentioned on the last podcast when I said that we were watching Cruel Summer in the summer. Ram. Had us going in. She is also debuting her podcast, Life of an It Girl. Coming next, uh, actually, it'll come, come out today. Oh, yeah. <laughs> when you listen to this, it'll be out today. Streaming <laughs> on all platforms now. <laughs> I was practicing that. <laughs> so can you explain what Life of an It Girl is while I get us a shot? Okay. Because we deserve it. Well, yes. Life is an It Girl is a podcast that is for women, by women, which is myself, and just pretty much teaching you how to start your self-care journey. Um, at the end of the day, we are that girl. And sometimes you might forget. So this is just a gentle reminder, 30 minutes or less, of why you are an it girl. Yes. Okay, so I'm definitely making a shot. And it's just because we went through a lot. I'm trying to figure out this shit on um, GarageBand. Garage which mm-hmm. is funny because I thought that we was going to start talking about something else first. But I think we need to talk about... This first, starting something new. Yeah. Since this is what why we need to take this damn shot. So before I get into that, we're gonna take this shot because yeah. Jesus. So do you practice taking Woo! shots cute? The no. Baby, oh, I just, just am. Oh <laughs> <laughs> I, I, just I just is. I just planned. But Okay. We talking about starting something new. Obviously, this is my third season, but I'm doing shit a lot different than I did the first time. First time, I did it strictly like on YouTube. Second time, it was just through Zoom, talking to people. This time, it's getting a little bit more difficult. A little deeper. A little difficult. Oh, difficult. Okay. <laughs> a little difficult. As of uh, right now, we are using GarageBand, so we were trying to figure out how to make Two mics go into that, and to be honest, that shit was hard. But we made it through, okay? Which is what it's like to start anything new. She is starting her first podcast, and how has that journey been? Well, first of all, it's been really exciting because it has been a long time coming. Um, As far as my podcast, it's something that's been in my journal, in my to-do list, on my vision board for a while and I just said no today is the day I, I gotta start I gotta start right now I had all the equipment I had the drive I've had the notes um for a really long time but I just chose like this is the time to start new and actually the first episode is about starting over so if you you know want to learn more about how to start over and that path first episode tune in so it's on brand Mm -hmm. so um do you care to say like how long that time span was before like from the thought to like now execution um 
I'm gonna share mine too. I know because it, it, it's sad. It's not sad. It's, it's realistic. <laughs> it's gonna be inspiring when somebody hears it. But you know, honestly, it's been three years since mm-hmm. I wanted to do my podcast. Um, I would use podcasts to like motivate myself um, and just learn different skills and just also just sometimes you don't get a chance to have those conversations in your subgroups. And uh, podcasts really opened my mind to a lot of different things outside of um, graduating and things like that. So I wanted to start a podcast. It was on my mind. I wanted to have a podcast with different people. And things didn't just come to fruition, which is fine because I think at this point in time, me having my own solo podcast, my own direction, my own narrative and thought is what it should have been from the beginning. So don't feel bad, though. I think that's really cool because... Your number was three. My number was three too. I got my um idea to just do something was like 2017 and I didn't yeah. actually publish my first video. Well, like my first podcast until 2020. I did do like some YouTube things mm-hmm. um in, 19, in 2019, but like for the podcast, 2020. So yeah, it's about three years too, two to three years. And that just goes to show to anybody listening and watching right now that don't feel bad. Just don't sit on it too long. But, like, don't feel bad if you feel like, um, you know, your process taking a little bit longer before you launch something. I was just like you. I had to make sure that I had something. At least that was, like, my biggest, like, mental block in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I can't do it. But I literally had nothing, though. <laughs> like, I didn't I ain't even I have an iPad. <laughs> like, I didn't have an iPad or nothing. I remember writing in my journal, like, I got to get a, a, a laptop mm-hmm. or or something. But even before then, all the shit on, like, YouTube at the time was like, you don't need any of that fancy equipment. You, you just need your cell phone. You just need your phone. No. <laughs> I mean, technically, yes. you still do. Because, like, the other, like, mics I got, I could just plug it to my phone and it can do the same shit that GarageBand do. Yeah. The Mm -hmm. theme is to start. Yeah. And (laughs) to start where you are. And that's, I think, one of the most important things that people forget. Uh, We get so caught up in perfectionism. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Perfectionism. Because perfectionism will keep you from striving harder. You'll be like, oh, well this don't look right or this don't sound right or okay well you're always gonna find things you can nitpick to make better but if you just give it a chance to try and just use those things to learn from and grow from i think it's the most important that is and then just thinking about this like um like i said this my girl this my real friend um (laughs) and we are each other's support system so, like, if I don't know some shit, I'm coming to her. If she don't know some shit, she coming to me. And I think that's also important. But one thing I do remember in my journey, I prayed to God to find my tribe. And it's so funny. I thought that when I was praying to God to find my tribe, that he was going to send me new people. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, my friends and my circle started to, like, open up to me about the shit they wanted to do. And then here we are, knowing that, I mean, learning that we was on, like, similar, similar. paths. And so, like, you know, you just never know. You ask and you shall receive. Okay. Okay. But yeah, that support system is really cool because when you want to give up, it got to be somebody, you know, when you can't pick yourself up, it do help when somebody else can like help encourage you as well. (laughs) And it's okay. Also, when it comes to support systems, everyone is not going to understand your vision. And I think that's the most important key. Sometimes your target audience 
is not your friends and it's not your family. And that's okay. They are in your life for different reasons. So sometimes you do have to find friends that have um, inspirations that's more in alignment with you. But if they don't understand, let them be a support <laughs> at the level that they are at. Yeah, don't be mad at them. Of I had course. a cousin mad at me. I, I need to start talking about this one though, because she gonna see a couple of them and gonna know that like, I'm talking about her. <laughs> but just no, I had a cousin that was mm. mad at me for not supporting in the way that she wanted me to support. But what you gonna realize is that you should really just be grateful for with that whatever support you get, because I realized like especially through like seeing the story of like Lyft and Uber. Word of mouth is the most powerful marketing scheme. Really? Like, uh, pictures on Instagram, all the other stuff, really only go as far as, like, who you know. And then, like, really, like, the like just as long as somebody talks to somebody else that you might not even know, and they per- probably talk to somebody else, that's even better. Like, that's the best marketing scheme you can have. Yeah. In my opinion. It's the oldest, and it ain't going nowhere. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, I wanted to do a game. Oh, let's do a game. It was going to be for shots, though. We can't say a certain word. Anytime we hear a certain word, we got to take damn. a shot. Damn? Nah, babe. Because I just we said it. Be <laughs> <up>. <laughs> A few moments later. Um, Right. It'll be. I want it to be something random that we don't even realize that we say all the time. Ooh. What? No, like, when we say, ooh. <laughs> You know, like an agreement. Okay, no? okay, yeah, that's a good one. Like an excitement. That's a good one. No? <laughs> we should have put a bowl and put all the different things and pulled it. Yeah, that's just, true. We'll do that next time. But we're still gonna do one just to <laughs> kick off the game. Okay. Before we get into that, um, because your podcast is Life of a Nick Girl, and it seems really on trend with currently what like Black Girl Luxury and That Girl on YouTube. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about like um, its perception right now? So you, when I feel like for me, when I first saw the that girl and black girl luxury, which is of course two separate movements, you know, it's just to me a play on black girl magic. To me, black girl magic was really more for the younger group, mm-hmm. and then it was like, well, what about you know the ones in between the tweens to you know, young adolescents to 20, 20 somethings, you know, Mm -hmm. what is our thing? Because we still need to be empowered as well. And I think that's when that girl can't kind of came into play and fill that void. And even before then black women pushing the agenda to not settle and go after things that they want, which is black girl luxury for me, black girl luxury is anything I want it to be. Anything that makes me feel good. To me, it's just another way of saying black girl self-care. We're just putting our own little twang on it, you know, because that's who we are. And we we redefine stuff as a um, culture. But black girl luxury to me is definitely anything that makes you feel good that is moving you forward. Um, People like to look at it as money, bags and clothes. But it's not really just about that. It's about experiences. I am here and I am experiencing something that I never experienced before. Right. I am at, I am at a spa. I'm getting my nails done. I'm relaxed. 
I'm not thinking about the troubles of the world right now. I'm seeing the world. I'm on vacation. Right. I'm seeing the world. You know, I'm driving a nice car. And who's to say I can't have a nice car? <laughs> you know, so I think a lot of times people try to take movements and give it backlash out of it being something new as a society, as a culture of black people. We love to still pick and play size. Mm-hmm. You know, we just always can find the negative within anything. And if you want to make it negative, it will be negative. And true, I'm going to tell you. So, like, the first time I realized that there was, like, this movement, uh, movement of Black Girl Luxury, I saw Black Girl Luxury first before I saw that girl. Yeah, me too. But I remember it came to me when... Ming Lee and Karen Civil was having their own um, podcast. And they was just like, yeah, we over here showing black girl luxury. We can do this. We can do that. Like, not limiting ourselves. And I was like, yeah, like, why can't I feel like I can, like, splurge on something if I want to? And mind y'all, my bank account is not that big. (laughs) But, like, my splurge (laughs) is different than their splurge, but still in the same context. For me, it came from a healthy way. Mm But I do, um, and then, like, later on, I saw the that girl thing. But that girl thing really ain't, like, new. Like, especially when it comes to YouTube. Because I saw, like, the that girl thing being, like, I saw the black girl luxury thing being, like, something on Instagram. And the that girl thing being something on YouTube. And then the that girl thing on YouTube was, like, shit that I was already watching already. Like, mm-hmm. your morning routine. And blah, 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 going out there or me eating healthy working out doing yoga like all that shit and i'm like okay i've been on that trying to figure that out again giving self-care another name Name. or just like a different like you got wing flavors you got lemon pepper you got buffalo but (laughs) i do still understand okay so like this this girl that i watch on youtube her name um her show is for harriet Mm -hmm. and so she did kind of like break it down and the way that she brought it down, I didn't realize that I didn't see what she was seeing. Like, um, so basically, and it wasn't even just her. It was her and another girl that I saw on YouTube. And they was basically saying that, like, it was like a divide between black girl luxury and then, like, ratchet girl luxury type thing okay. or whatever. Like, as in, black girl luxury was just showing how you to be, like, classy. And this is how we do things. But that wasn't the way that it was um, presented to me. Because like I said, Ming Lee and Karen Civil had gave it to me. And they seem relatable to me. And don't shit seem yeah. like they trying to be like on some. This is how we act. We don't act that like way. Black. Yeah, it seemed like bougie versus I, ghetto type Yeah, shit. I feel like Black Girl Luxury And like to Jada me, and them was like the ratchet. The ratchet ones, yeah. yeah. I feel like Black Girl Luxury to me was actually brought upon with the push of femininity movement. Yeah, I thought so too. So, um, that's where I kinda like related and it was it was kinda more on the, you know, as a woman and having that power, you know, mm-hmm. that we possess in our aura, you you'll be able to get some of these things and I fully understood that because I'm one who does have a strong feminine energy anyways. Mm-hmm. And also just in alignment with I am going after the things that I want because um I actually didn't spoil myself or really kinda devil into a lot of uh, things that I wanted for a long time it just was time to do that Mm -hmm. and the funny part is I think people who are like giving it backlash just haven't come to that point in their life where they can do those things for themselves and you can do it on a budget I get it when they come from that specific angle Mm -hmm. because 
I don't shame anybody. Like, if you idolize Jada or something that's like that, thing. that's your thing. Like, and she to me is like another version of black girl luxury. I just didn't understand like why there was like such a like dissection. Well, like a, a separation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, between that because I'm like, isn't that what that is? She splurged on herself. Um, even if you want to add Ari Fletcher, old like scandalous ass in the shape. <laughs> She splurged on her man. She gave him land. You she know did. what I mean? So it was just Please. like... <laughs> it was just like... I mean, I didn't really see what the harm was. But when somebody had like made it seem like that, I'm like, that's not how I see it. Because I feel like I live in the land of the middle, baby. Okay, I'm a little bit of ratchet. A little bit classic. Clatchet. Clatchet. Bougetta. I'm bougie. I like bougie. I ain't bougie though, baby, because I don't like that. They be making but, me mad. <laughs> I be clatching though. Bougie and ratchet. I get I mean, it. Bougie and ghetto. I know. I mean, okay. I, okay. Maybe that. Is I think it. I'm more clatchy then, because I'm classy and ratchet. Because I. Right. I like that. Okay. Like only because I had an experience with some bougie people, and it wasn't cute. And I'm in the service industry, so it's never cute. They cute until you got to serve them. Never mind, bitch. You are bougie <laughs> <laughs> no, I think I'm ratchet and classic. My, just no, bitch, I'm never letting it down. We went in the Wendy's drive through Rock, paper, scissors, see who bougietto versus Clatchet. That shit might be the same, to be honest. Sure I ain't gonna is. lie. But yes, basically, like, there is a hybrid, and it ain't no one way to be it. And I don't think nobody telling anybody. And my thing was, when I brought it up on the last episode, because I did speak on it, mm-hmm. I was saying that, like, when it came to the That Girl movement, it was kind of just... How can I take these pictures and prove to other people on Instagram that I am that girl instead of actually being, being that, that girl. girl? And again, that goes to what does it mean for you? Because I did see a post where it was saying they feel like that girl is just trying to be perfectionism. Yeah. You know, let me wake up at 5 a.m. and work and out. Let me give meditation. <laughs> let me, um, you know, water my plants. Let me clean up my nice apartment that looks like it's Let a me house. show you a video of me in the gym or doing yoga. Mm-hmm. or something and it's like not that you shouldn't do it it's just that like are you really doing it are you taking these pictures not even that thing? Oh. what are you doing it for yeah what you doing who it are for? you doing it for who you doing it for, you doing it for? which is why i think that life of a uh, life of an it girl is needed just because yours actually is getting deeper into like the mental aspect of it like what are you saying to yourself what are the affirmations you saying for yourself and then breaking down like different like mental like issues you might be having and stuff like that now that is like cool because it's like how to be an it girl and not how to look like one because you don't even give out no tips on like how to do hair or nothing yeah. like that it just be on some like how to feel and truly like make that a part of your life and i think that is the balance in that yeah life as an it girl is definitely um what i would say is a guide or um a guide or a tool to use to like tap into that inner it girl inside of you not on the outside, but on the inside. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's why it's needed. But I thought that it was cool for <laughs> us to talk about that so we can give a little clarification on that because it feels like it's on trend. And it is, though. But is. just from a healthy standpoint, like, everybody be forgetting. Everything is on a spectrum. Yeah. So, yeah, it's like you're going to see extremes, especially, like... For like the point that they was making, like oh yeah, yeah. the they luxury making it be what? <laughs> you be like, dang, I can't even go to Starbucks. Right. Wow, <laughs> I'm gonna go to Starbucks. 
Did that count? <laughs> that don't count as a ooh, no. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> you love me. Nice segue into like what I was trying to get to earlier. <laughs> the means. The means is, is okay. So in entertainment, what's your top five? Should I say five? We'll say th- it's it's your show. You do what you want to do. Top, <laughs> <laughs> top five sexiest black entertainment <sighs> uh, entertainers. Lifetime. In your lifetime. Oh, in the, my whole life. Oh, I'm gonna say in your lifetime. Because some people say, died. Can uh, you just say like 2000s to now? 2000s? That's too far. Yeah. No, I'm saying that that ain't enough. I mean, you trying to say old Michael Jackson? <laughs> like 90s Michael Jackson. He was fine. I was really thinking about Tupac. I ain't gonna lie. Man, but... Tupac is on the list, dead or alive. He's oh, alive. okay. So top five, dead or alive, <laughs> black entertainers. He's alive. Black men entertainers. <laughs> and it don't matter the order because I know that makes it even harder. Yeah. So just say it, and we then you can like you know. Uh, well, Tupac is definitely on the list. So there's one. Um, I I have to go. I have to go with my college girl crush. You had to say Drake. I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> I knew you were going to say my man, but okay. Let's um, go. And you know, I'm from Atlanta, so 21 Savage. I do not agree, but keep going. Keep you know, going. you just get a one no, This is a one. safe place. <laughs> Let's repeat Tupac. Tupac, Drake, Drake. 21. 21, 21. Let's Pussy. go. Um. <laughs> Kofi. Oh, girl. Mm, mm, yeah. Mm. yeah. I agree. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> See, it's for me. Um, And I'm stuck between, because I love film, I really do. Mm-hmm. I'm stuck between the guy from Snowfall, Dams, Dams and Idris, I think. And, um, what's his name? Pick somebody name you know how to say. (laughs) And I'm gonna say Martin Luther King. Uh, Okay. Uh, I I will do an OG P Diddy, and not because Carisha has him. I've always thought P Diddy was fine. P Diddy is something. Period. He's fine. He's cute. I won't say he's fine. My mom said he's only cute because he's rich and I said I don't think it's because he's rich. (laughs) He's clean. Like he he care about himself. I think I like that. Again, I'm trying to self-care is the best care. Self-care guru. Okay, so who your five? I'm getting to my five. Um, Definitely. Tupac as a kid I had to crush. Um, First of all, Michael B. Jordan been my husband. I was trying to uh-uh. You had yours. Don't try to steal mine. I was trying to be Jordan. Oh my goodness, baby. Um, I'm still one of yours. Kofi. God damn, Ooh, that man is fine. Um, who else? Definitely Drake was my boyfriend in high school, so you, you had to put him on there. I had to. Uh, and then my last <laughs> I'm not even going to lie. Just do what you did to like do a little uh, throwback. Common. How I knew you would say him. I love Common. Oh my God. And just Baby, right though. You ain't even with Tiffany no more. 
I'm, I'm, I'm here. In the movie, just right. I know, girl. He was looking right, y'all. He was looking right. <laughs> but yes, and he even had a song. He was like, uh, some, some, because she was a cancer. I'm like, yes, you was talking about me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But, um, uh, it's a lot of like beautiful people out there. I'm going to just say. Shout out to the cute uh, brown skin men. Yes, y'all are doing it. I'm y'all loving that y'all like back. coming back full throttle. You y'all know? said Tyrese can't keep holding the flag. Man, and he, he dropped it. One more? No, just man. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I really hope. That y'all liking where I'm going with this though for my like a trip to India podcast. I really want this to be a, little, a lot relaxed. I want to be able to have girl talk like we're doing right now. I want to be able to just like loosen up a bit. I love my women. Um, shout out to Dree Jack. She was my bonus episode, so hopefully you all saw that last week. So I'm just really happy that I had my girl Sharby with me today. Can you tell them where they can find you? You can find me on all platforms that stream podcasts right now. Again, it is Life as an It Girl. Again, Life as an It Girl. And I'm your host, Chardonnay. Period. And I'm India. I'm your host, Tequila Connoisseur, as y'all should know. (laughs) And you'll catch me every Tuesday for season three trip to india podcast please follow me on instagram at a trip to india podcast with the number two email me if you want to see anybody come again if you want to have miss chardonnay come again or um you have any like suggestions on what i should do just you know holla at your girl you can dm me or comment as well but it's a lot in the dm (laughs) (laughs) thank you all for listening to this episode and i will see you next week bye